1: Growing up, were all your buddies competitive like you, or was your competitiveness a little different than theirs?
0: I think I was always the most competitive out of all the buddies and everything, just because of, I don't know if it was how I was raised, just with my parents, and my, having three older sisters, I always just wanted to be the best at everything I did, and so, but yeah, anytime whether they in elementary school at recess or middle school, whatever we're doing, I wanted to win, either no matter what it was, so. I just, I've said it multiple times. I just hate losing, really, and so just whenever I win, I feel that satisfaction. I just want to keep doing it each and every day. So that kind of felt like that's what drove me.
1: Did your competitiveness ever bother them? Was it ever too much? Uh,
0: a little bit sometimes here and there, but I think the biggest, like looking back, whenever we'd play like dodgeball in elementary school, and like middle school, they'd make me throw with my left hand. Really? Some, yeah, because could get someone hurt but I always yeah. it was like whenever I saw him not looking at let one rip right-handed or whatever it was but I think that was kind of something to look back and
1: who made the rule
0: the gym teacher
1: was that after something went awry the first time when you used your right arm
0: yeah it was just you could just hear whenever I was throwing it hitting the back wall make kind of a louder sound and yeah. had a couple other buddies that had good arms and stuff but and then some some of the girls were playing so it was you didn't want to yeah. yeah. really you could really hurt someone yeah.
1: So would you say you're a bad loser? I
0: would say it's more of like motivation. Whenever I lose, when I don't really, I don't try to be a sore loser. But then okay. I want to be like learn from that stuff. So I know what did I do wrong to lose, and what did I do wrong to kind of fail. And then so the next time I go out there and do something, that I I won't do that. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of take it that way. And I've as I matured, I've that kind of came more and more like more to me. And I think as when I was young, a lot younger, whenever I'd be losing, I'd be really upset. I'd be crying, doing other things. When I was super young, but now just knowing that a loss is okay, and like people say, you go three for ten, and you're a hall of famer in this game. You gotta, you gotta really cope with losing, you got or failing, and everything. So I think the biggest thing is just learning from failure, and then building off the good, and then just keep going from there, and then just let things skyrocket off that.
1: So as we get ready for 2022, where, and we could really go. Uh, specific aspect of the game by aspect of the game Uh, defensively what are you excited to get out there and showcase
0: I think just being out there now kind of doing a new position I played third a little bit last year and then now doing that more so this spring training and just trying to get as ready as possible for whatever whatever's to come just be really get super comfortable as I am at short as the third it's not a crazy change but just making sure my body is ready for third just being able to play that position cuz things happen a little quicker but then also it's it's a, you got to kind of slow things down when you're over there and so just getting comfortable with there which I am I've the past however many weeks been out here really feel good at playing whatever position really honestly in the infield and so which is a really good thing and Kudos to the staff just getting me right and ready and just other other players. Just I've been really trying to pick other guys' brains and other coaches that have played third base or other positions is just what's their biggest changes for them and I, it's not a huge change, but it's also, I just wanna be perfect at it. I just wanna be, I know no one's ever perfect, but I just wanna try to be as close as perfect as possible at whatever I play and try to be able to help
1: the team. So is third base, look, I was always taught center field Uh, short second and catcher are the most important defensive positions on the field so so does third base allow you uh, to spend more time on your offense maybe that's a stupid question
0: uh not really no but you also with the shift now you're pretty if you're playing third you also got to be able to play short you got to play pretty much everywhere in the infield that's why being comfortable at every position with last year spring training playing a little bit of second base and then at short this year we're doing the shift I'm playing second base as well and so you just got to really be comfortable at every position but then I look at it as two different sides of the game you got your offensive side defensive side and whenever you're out there you can't be thinking about what happened at the plate because then that's whenever things kind of skyrocket and go downhill whereas you want to just be maybe have a bad at bat or whatever strike out maybe there's a chance you could score a run or whatever but then you make a great play save and run on the field you just got to really be able to even those things out and make sure you're the same guy on and off whether it's offense or defense and I think I try to pride myself and just leaving all the bad stuff out there and just try to like we were talking about earlier with losing like you can lose by making air you can lose by striking out but then you just got to kind of flip the script real quick and go out there and do your job whether it's offense or defense
1: Well, offensively, is, is there an aspect, and I know you want to get better uh, in, in every facet of the offensive game, but is there a specific focus this past offseason?
0: I think it's just simplifying things because these pitchers are throwing harder and harder each and every day with more nasty stuff, and so I just want to be able to make good contact with the ball and just let, my, let the pitcher provide the power and just let my God-given abilities just let that go to work, and so I just – Shook out a lot, I think, last year, and I th- feel like I can really limit that. And that also goes to just the mental side as well, not getting in my head, just relaxing, being myself, and just going out there and play the game that I love. And I think that that will kind of keep going as the more and more I play. And so that was kind of the biggest thing, just not really changing anything, but just going out there, simplifying things, and just focusing on p- pitching, picking good pitches to hit and being able to drive, drive the ball and knock the, knock the wall down.
1: I was reading a piece where Alex Zumwalt uh, said, you have the ability to slow things down when they speed up for most other ball players. Is that a baseball-only thing for you, or growing up were all the other sports you played, did they all seem to go a little bit slower for you than the other guys you were playing with?
0: Yeah, I would say just because I played football, a little bit of basketball, ran some track, and so with football... I'd play offense and defense and so it wasn't really a big it was always I felt like fast to me and then but I was able to be athletic enough to be able to hang with it and everything but with baseball I don't know what it is just it's just what I've put my heart and soul to and so I've just really tried to make things as easy as possible and just having my dad there for me and just having a lot of support with me and being able to be like growing up I was blessed with all the the stuff I had. I know a lot of kids don't have the resources that I had just with having my dad doing what he did and then being able to have a glove, have a bat, have these things and that a lot of guys that whether they're coming from Dominican or wherever they don't have, I was, I wanted to make sure that I got, was able to like perform with that stuff, use that stuff and then so really focusing on baseball, I think that's what helps slow down the game as a whole and so. As a young age, I think that kind of clicked for me, and I think that that's why I knew this is the game I was going to play.
1: All right, so we talk offense, defense. What about off the field, the leadership aspect? How would you say you've grown as as a leader?
0: I've always kind of grown up. I was always a shy guy, and so just being able to kind of talk to now younger guys that are – it's cool to see being out here, seeing like guys actually younger than me. It's the first time I've done that, and so – more so leading by example as of now but if guys I've always tell them like I'll reach out to them whenever they're drafted or whoever it is just whenever if they ever need something they can come to me and I feel like more guys have came to me and asked questions about like whatever it is stuff and so I think that just opening up to them and telling them like yeah I've I've been in your shoes and being like vulnerable, not I guess vulnerable to those guys and opening up to them and just telling them the truth because I've been in those situations, too, where I don't know who to talk to, but then other guys, like Mary Merrifield put, put his arm around me, talking to me, Nikki Lopez, whoever it is, and it shows me, like, oh, maybe one day I can be like those guys. And so those guys have been kind of role models to me as well, and just going through all this, it just shows me, like, that's who I want to be, just be able to help these guys. And I've looked up to so many Derek Jeter, Dustin Madroia, my dad, a bunch of these guys, I want to be one of those guys, too. And I feel like those guys in the locker room, they, they would – talk if they needed to but also they kind of led by example did the right things on the field and did the right things off the field and I I think that goes a lot more than just trying to if something goes wrong then yelling at
1: someone or whatever it is coming up being in big league clubhouses how much has that paid off knowing how to uh, you know despite your age uh, talk to a grown professional a grown man lead um, a grown man Uh, How much did the the behind-the-scenes access that you got growing up? How much did that help where you're at now?
0: Yeah, I think it goes to show just other guys talking about guys. Like with guys talking about my dad, oh, he was a great teammate. I think that's one of the best things you can get because guys aren't going to remember your stats; they're not, but they're going to remember you who you are. Same as with Mike Sweeney, you hear guys, oh, he was the best teammate. He would get on you if you do something wrong, get you right. But then, and so that's just, I think that goes to show you that those guys have remembered more than just. The, the stuff you do on the field, yes, if you're winning World Series and everything, you're going to be remembered. You're going to be having a great time. But also, if you're that great teammate and you know that guys have your back and you have their back, I think that's that goes a lot longer. And then you're in those guys' weddings or whatever it is, just making those relationships. That's why I think baseball is so great because you build all these relationships in such a small world. You're talking to other guys, oh, I remember you. Oh, and it's crazy. It's, that's why I think it's one of the best games.
1: Yeah, I would think the experience you had at the Futures game. Last year, those relationships you built with your teammates, those are things that you're gonna remember, and 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 those friendships uh, will will likely last uh, throughout your your career. And and those guys that that you played with in in the futures game, a lot of those guys are the same names that are ranked um, ahead of you or behind you. Uh, You know, you're number one in this, you're number two in this, you're number three over here. Uh, th- those kind of rankings that guys on, on my side of the table, uh, those rankings that we put out, do, do those carve a, a chip in your shoulder? Are you the type that is searching for uh, doubters and, 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 and reasons to have that chip in your shoulder uh, carved deeper?
0: A little bit, but I also kind of look at like some of the ranking stuff like throughout high school is ranked as number one player, but like that's all on paper. These guys, whoever it is, ranking these guys, they're they're not playing the game really. And so you got to – I feel like you got to not prove them wrong. You got to prove them right if it's good rankings. And so you got to go out there and make that happen. I think that that's what I would like. Like with the prospect list and all this stuff, I want to get off that list. I want to prove them that I'm not just a prospect, but I want to be a – established big league or whatever it is so I, I think i look at it as different not just like proving them wrong but like yeah you're right and then so i'm gonna prove you even more like you're right and yeah. if that makes sense
1: no that makes perfect sense uh so so what's your relationship with pressure i think it's more so just like
0: the lead up to something whenever i'm out there playing the game it's I'm i'm chilling out there it's there's pressure's gone because like I've told this a couple of times like when I was out there in the futures game like flying in there I was like oh, I'm a little nervous don't know these guys playing in front of 30,000 people on TV whatever mm-hmm. and then I go out there and I'm like this feels like I'm playing in the backfield in Arizona or something I'm just, it just it just I don't know what it is it's just about the game and so it never really feel like the moments haven't really gotten too big or whatever for me but I just got to keep just Trying to be my, I think that's what comes with just being myself and just keeping things simple and knowing I got my teammates backs. And yeah, with the futures game, he hardly played with these guys, but just with talking to them, building relationships, and the bus trip from our hotel to Coors Field, we were talking, and then just like that, you got their back. And so, just the, building those little relationships and being a good teammate, I think that helps with a lot of pressure.
1: Do you remember the first time you were in a pressurized situation growing up and? you you realize though you know what i'm i'm okay in this setting while it might be getting the best of some of the guys around me i'm handling it pretty well i think it was
0: there's been a bunch of times but also with like doing like the going to the jupiter tournament when i was a sophomore in high school and just seeing all these scouts or it might have been a freshman seeing all these scouts there and the golf carts doing that and then i got on the field and it was just playing baseball and then as well as with Team USA, we're in Panama, playing against Panama in the championship game. They got eight, ten thousand 10,000 people there. They're all rooting against us, and then we get on the field, and you're like, let's go. It's it's game time. And so I think those times, and then when I was younger, we did some other tournaments where we went out to Florida when we were 13 or something, or maybe younger. And so did that in front of whatever on television and stuff. But whenever I was out there playing, it can kind of all just – all that stuff the noise went away
1: yeah you hear that a lot from professional athletes where you know the noise is so loud until I get between those white lines uh, that's my haven Uh, that's where I feel most comfortable
0: yeah and I just think it comes with the preparation that you put into we put in all this work in the cage we put all this work taking ground balls and so you want to make it harden yourself in the cage harden yourself out there so whenever you're in the game you've done it before you've done it thousands of times and I think that's that's huge thing is preparation just being prepared having confidence and just going out there and having fun As I would say the big three things for me
1: final things here joined by Bobby Witt Jr. on 610 Sports Radio so what's the feeling knowing that you have an entire fan base an entire city uh, waiting to embrace you
0: I think it's unbelievable because this is why we play the game it's for them and just you I hear a Michael Jordan quote like you can never take a game off because you never know who's watching you. Cause there could be that one kid that comes to one game and only sees you. And that's the only time he's ever going to see you. And so I kind of take that to me and I just want to go out there and try to play as hard as I can each and every day. So they can hopefully maybe like we were saying earlier, make m- me someone else's role model or something. So yeah, just I'm super excited. I'm smiling right now. It's, it's awesome. I'm really looking forward to hopefully whenever the time comes and just I'm Gonna prepare myself for whatever. You mentioned
1: you were a shy guy, shy kid growing up. Uh, well, you got a you got a lot of attention coming your way uh, uh, fairly soon. Are you are you comfortable with that attention?
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Just with the high school stuff, everything, and now. And I think that I've gotten really comfortable with with speaking or whatever it is. But I think that was more so when I was younger. Just had three older sisters, and I was just like, I don't know what to do. But then now, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I can. I feel like I talk nobody, or whatever yeah yeah. Yeah. My, yeah 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 it's good now yeah so I, I i love it i embrace it and i enjoy it and i try to make make the most out of it because this stuff you only get you only have a certain amount of time in your career so might as well make it all last and make it all amazing why you why you can
1: yeah have you, have you been able to enjoy each and every one of these steps not 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 too big picture goal oriented have you been able to enjoy uh your your minor league experience
0: yeah that's that's the whole goal. Like you said, uh, taking it day by day, you can't really look. Yeah. You can look to the past and try to learn from it, but once that's done, it's done. You got to flush it, move on. And then you can't really look in the future because you can't really control that. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if you're going to wake up tomorrow or whatever. And so you just got to take it day by day and try to learn, build from that and just enjoy it each and every day.
1: Bobby, very generous with your time, man. I appreciate it. Thank you very much.
0: Yes, sir. Thank
1: you.